Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. A little after 1.22, this is well, it's a beautiful afternoon, a busy afternoon downtown. Wow, you should see the crowds. Welcome to Johnny Rabbit at your service in KMOX. And for the next uh, hour and a half or so, we're going to have some specially selected participants to talk about some subjects of their interest and hopefully of yours too. And also on AI, artificial intelligence. Suzanne Corbett will talk in the next hour about food. She's a great food historian and writer. We'll talk about some of the old restaurants too and how today AI is being used in restaurants. We'll hear from Monica Adams, longtime radio TV personality, to tell what she's doing these days. Something you can look in on. And from his comfy confines near the nation's capital, we'll hear from retired CBS Radio White House correspondent Peter Mayer on his thoughts on what's going on with the presidential election, especially with artificial intelligence. And we'll also hear from Paul Weiss, president of Oasis, a great educational organization. I'm very proud to be one of their regular program presenters. But let's start with a guy I first worked with when I did the Johnny Rabbit Unusual St. Louis features on Channel 5 Show Me St. Louis, Jordan Palmer. Jordan, that's been a long time ago. Uh, almost uh, 30 years ago. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know it was that long. Oh, boy. Jordan, you've been very busy, especially recently. Your name comes up all the time. Uh, you have gone digital now as editor of The Morning Light. You'll find that uh, only on the Internet. Am I correct? Uh, that's correct. Actually, uh, I'm working for The Jewish Light now, and The Morning Light is our uh, morning uh, daily Monday through Friday email newsletter that I send out um, each morning with sort of a a look at sort of the, the Jewish news and the Jewish media, but with a local flair, but with some national and international samplings, but just really to kind of get your morning going and uh, with a little bit of a smile. Well, how did this come about to, to have a digital uh, participant in the Jewish light uh, company? I guess, well, the newspaper has been around for how many years? Do you know, Jordan? Over 60 years. Oh, my uh, The Jewish light's been uh, around. Uh, i I actually found my own bar mitzvah uh, <laughs> entry from uh, 1980. But basically, uh, what happened was the newspaper. Something happened to Jordan. I don't hear him anymore. Jordan has disappeared. We've had a few issues this afternoon. So uh, Jordan is not not there. Maybe you can re reconnect with him somewhere. A team of experts now at all the controls running back and forth. It's like a cartoon. It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. You just see him go. I expect the uh, roadrunner to show up at any moment outside the window. Uh, but anyway, as Jordan, as he said, uh, does this morning light. I, it's it's about blog or whatever you want to call it. It's several stories each day, and pretty much they all relate to St. Louis. 
Uh, I don't think we're going to get Jordan anymore. He's gone. Boy, oh boy, that's a shame. Well, we're, we're sorry to hear that. And I know, but he, I know he wanted to talk a lot about uh, artificial intelligence. He's become quite an expert in that. You know, of course, uh, starting, I don't know how, where he started, but my relationship with him on Channel 5 on television, and then he moved into the newspapers, and now the newspapers are moving into digital, like radio stations doing our digital things as well. Uh, and I was talking to Jeannie Venn recently, a couple of days ago. Jeannie, for many years, was the concierge of the Chase Park Plaza Hotel. She's now retired, lives in Phoenix. And she said she read about a book that was in the morning light called Shelf Life by Martin Snyder. I don't know if I was going to ask Jordan if we get him back, if Martin is from St. Louis, because I, I'm pretty sure the book is set in St. Louis. It's a, a, a novel. It's fiction. But it's kind of based around uh, Edison Brothers Shoe Company. So if we get him back, we'll talk about it. And I got a nice note, too, uh, from Peter Mayer about an article on him in uh, The Morning Light. Uh, Peter, uh, decades long, and I, many, I mean, really decades long, CBS Radio White House correspondent. He'll be along with us around oh, 2.30-ish this afternoon. And he was featured in the morning light about something that he has, is in because he has now become a museum relic. And those are his own words. So um, okay, Jordan. Uh, now is Jordan back with us, do you think? Let's hear. Jordan, are you there again? Uh, Jordan says he's, we don't hear Jordan. Jordan, it's... I'm here. Oh, there he is right now. Look at that. That was a great disappearing ad. You were like Blackstone the Magician at the American Theater. <laughs> Just I amazing. apologize. I'm not sure what happened there. Who knows what happens in technology today. Do you ever have any tech problems with uh, what you're doing digitally? Uh, only when the internet goes out, of course. Oh, yeah, uh, of that course. happens now and then. But uh, other than that, uh, no. Oh, I was just mentioning Shelf Life, a book that uh, was in the Jewish light, or in the uh, the morning light, anyway. Uh, Martin Snyder, are you familiar with that? Do you recall that book? Uh, vaguely, yes. Is it supposedly a St. Louis book or set in St. Louis? Uh, about... I believe it was set in St. Louis, yes. I have to find that book. It sounded very interesting. And uh, Peter Mayer, who will be along later on, you had a nice article about him. Uh, <laughs> for an honor... Hey, it's the Jordan Palmer Fan Club. There they are. Look at the excitement. I apologize. Oh. Uh, yes. Peter Mayer, uh, interestingly enough, has um, uh, I, I grew up idolizing Peter Mayer and uh, recently have been able to connect with him mm-hmm. in the. Uh oh. I think it's the end of Jordan Palmer for today. Jordan, is, maybe the dog is chewing your uh, telephone cord or something. He's had one of those old time. Rotary dial, stand-up phones, a candlestick phone. Anyway, sometimes they just don't work. Well, we'll get back. We've got more people to, to talk to, and we'll get uh, Jordan on again sometime. Uh, because I really wanted to hear about what he had to say about artificial intelligence. Well, we're going to take a break and see what's going on, see who's next. Our, our guests will today include Paul Weiss of Oasis, uh, Monica Adams from TV fame, Suzanne Corbett of food fame, and the uh, just-mentioned Peter Mayer as well. I'm Johnny Rabbit. We're at your service here on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
And one of the things I'm going to talk to Zan Corbett about, I don't know if she knows about this, but she's a collector, I know, of recipes and menus. Uh, she'll be on uh, another 20, 25 minutes from now. Uh, delicious Orders of the Day. There's an exhibition with over 200 menus, but it's not locally, unfortunately. It is at one of my favorite places, though, the Grolier Club. The Grolier Club is in, in Manhattan. Hard to find. I mean, people don't seem to even know where it is. There's no sign or anything like that. But if you ever get there, you can look it up on the Internet. I guess it's Grolier, G-R-O-L-I-E-R, club.org, probably. Uh, but it, it, menu collecting is a thing a lot of people do. Uh, there are people who collect, uh, of course, matchbook covers. Now, those are a little hard to find these days, where everybody used to have matchbooks, boxes, or the flip-top matches. And, and, of course, some people have collected ashtrays from, say, restaurants or uh, taverns, bars, and so on. Another thing that's a little hard to do today. Well, and... Well, you can collect these. They're sugar packets. A lot of people still have those with their um, company or their restaurant imprinted on there. Um, actually, I, I know uh, someone who probably has 200 of those things, from, not just from St. Louis, from all over the world. So if you're looking for something to collect, if you're wondering, go ahead and do it. Uh, now, the concept of artificial intelligence has been around for uh, at least, at least since you're going to think I'm going to say recently. It's not recently, not 1989, but the concept was written in 1889 in a story by a gentleman named William Grove. The story was called, and this is scary, The Wreck of the World. <clears throat> uh, he was not uh, too high on what might happen with something that would develop into artificial intelligence. And, uh, Isaac Asimov, Philip K. Dick, William Gibson, and many, many other novelists have written about AI, and the conception of AI actually appeared on one of my favorite radio series from a long time ago called X-1 on a different network. That was on NBC. It had been preceded by Dimension X, uh, sort of like the radio version of the Twilight Zone or One Step Beyond. In one episode of X-1 in particular, it's episode number 51 from May 8th, 1956. And it's called The Seventh Order. And if you want to hear it, uh, it's on that pervasive but much-loved AI device, maybe one sitting near you, Alexa. I don't know if I said that word. I hope your creature didn't start. Uh, it's listed, though, not as number 50, but uh, 51. It's on Alexa's number 50. But spoiler alert, on the program, the outcome for humans <clears throat> is not so good at all. Well, yeah, I mean, going through newspapers, finding, thought, you know, there ought to be a couple articles about AI. Now, I've got in front of me a stack of papers. I only brought a portion, maybe about a fourth of the ones I found in the last couple of weeks. So refer to a lot of people who might be listening right now, like the Beatles. AI has helped make the Beatles' final record. I am sure that's going to be sold for a lot of money. So it's a brand, technically a brand new Beatles song. It's worth, if you haven't read about it, it's worth reading about to find out how it was done, how uh, they captured John Lennon's voice and uh, and on something that was never released before. Well, here's another article that can be of interest to a lot of people. Nurses, nurses are clashing with AI over patient care. New technology can take on routine tasks, it says, but... AI can also make mistakes. What does that say? Let me 
Oh, Monica. It says Monica. That means Monica Adams is right here. So uh, rather than telling you more about these newspaper articles, let's visit with Monica right now. Hey, Monica, did you finish your brunch? I actually just got here. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it's a late brunch. Where are? Where is? Where are you? Where? What are you gonna? Well, we actually decided to go out to Cottleville, and then we decided to drive over to Chandler Hill Vineyard. So oh, you been... are. We've been, been all over the place today. Chandler Hill, you've been there a lot of times. I have, but we were actually trying to go to my friend Chuck's place, which is Defiance Ridge, but they were so packed, my husband said no. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of places are packed today. Well, good. Well, we won't hold you up too much. No, not at all. Now, chances are, for our listeners, you know, you know, I just say, hey, Monica Adams is here. Some people might say, well, that's nice. Who is she? Related to John Adams? I don't know. Monica, for most of you, you will know her from many years on radio and on Channel 2 and on Channel 5. And know Jordan Palmer sends his best regards as well. So, I love what, Jordan. I it, miss working with him. Oh, I bet. I I miss those days. And he said those uh, days that we were working together at Channel 5, he and I were the uh, like 30 years ago. That's incredible. Uh, so now I understand you now have... Your own studio. You're not at Channel 5 anymore. So uh, what what are you doing? What's your studio used for? Where is the studio? Yeah, I left Channel 5 on January 2nd and and launched my brand, uh, which actually you had me on a handful of months ago. And we talked about the real Monica Adams LLC, which is media, it's wellness, life coaching, personal training. I do a bunch of uh, motivational speaking and being booked in other states. So it's really been an incredible transition for me. The studio launched just a week and a half ago. We we launched the podcast back on March 1st, but I was doing it from my house and then doing it from um, Kirkwood where I personal train on Wednesdays and Fridays. But we launched the actual studio. uh, Yeah. Almost two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks tomorrow. And it's in university city. Where, where I mean, the, University, the sorry, University Club Towers. Yeah, the, the, the big, tall building right there across yeah. the gallery. And you're way up toward the top. We are. We're on the 17th floor. So there's a lot of other media uh, from Outreach Studios. They do a lot of work. Rob with Outreach is incredible. So I, we're talking about collaborating on some stuff. But I wanted my own. So instead of, he's like, oh, well, you, you know, you could use the studios here, which I know a lot of people have done. But I just wanted to start from scratch. We ended up finding a location on the 17th floor, and my videographer is in the space right next to me. So it makes it really easy for him to run the show in the adjacent space. What did you have to do as far as equipment and uh, soundproofing and changing uh, the layout yep. up there? What, a lot of we work? Did, well, yeah, because when we went in, it was just like some really uh, old, ugly carpeting, and the radiator <laughs> was all chipped up, and, and, the, and the walls were just like, you know, just white. We ended up, my husband actually did the uh, sound baffling, so... It's not too bad, though, Johnny, because at 7 o'clock in the morning when I do my show live, there's not a lot of people in the building. Uh But when I'm recording anything, we wanted to make sure that we had some sound baffling on the walls. And so my husband did that. He he built all those for me, which was awesome. And then we have some beautiful furniture, but the most incredible thing, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but we have palm trees in the the set. I've heard about that. palm trees in my studio. (laughs) Those those are not AI palm trees. Those are real palm trees. And you know what, Johnny? That's so funny that you say that because I wanted nothing. Nothing in my studio that was fake at all. Because somebody was saying, oh, I'm going to bring some flowers. And I said, but are they real? And they're like, oh, no, they're plastic. And I said, nope, nothing fake. Everything about this show, everything about what we want to give back, and everything that's on the set has to be real. So real flowers, real palm trees. 
times. That's great, great, great. It, yeah. I mean, it takes yeah. a lot of work and a lot of time. And you mentioned you're going to do a show tomorrow. Now, this is not an early morning show like you used to do. And had to get, What time do you have to get up when you were on Channel 2 and 5 doing those reports in the morning? So for 30 years, even when I was at WIL, at WIL, I actually was probably more around 2.30, and I would get in at 3.45. And then with Channel 2, I would think it was, you know, around probably around about the same, because I didn't actually start until right before 5 o'clock. But at Channel 5, it was 1.30 in the morning, which oh. is crazy. I do not miss that. I don't oh. miss that early call at all. I bet not. <laughs> no, I'm getting up now about oh. 4.30. Oh, well. That's still early. Now, what you mentioned a show you're you're doing. What what, what right. is the so show? So Monday through Friday, I do the the show at seven a.m. and it's live. So I know that a lot of people always knew me to be live, mm-hmm. whether it was TV or whether it was radio. So I wanted to continue that. So it's not a podcast that's recorded, and then you just you only get a chance to hear it once a week. I'm live every morning at seven a.m. either from the new studios on Mondays and Tuesdays, or on Wednesday and Friday. I go live, uh, we call it Mobile Monica, from Kirkwood, where I do my personal training. It's um, at Mark Anthony's in Kirkwood. And then on Thursday, I'm still at the house. So we we have a set at the house also. Oh, my goodness. How how do people see this? So uh, it's been on Facebook. We actually had a million reach that we had about two weeks ago. I couldn't believe it. I know. The numbers are amazing. Um, So they've been watching for the last three and a half months on Facebook, and then we launched it on YouTube. So it's... You can see it live at 7 a.m., or if people are like, oh, I'm not up that early, the great thing is is when the show is over, then right away you can watch it in the middle of the day or the mm-hmm. afternoon or the evening, whenever is best for you. And then two, three weeks, three weeks ago, we started on all the podcast platforms, so iHeartRadio, Spotify, you know, Apple iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, we drop a show once a week on Thursday mornings. Now, what, where can, let's say it's say on YouTube. If you wanted to go to mm-hmm. YouTube, how do you find the mm-hmm. show? What do you do? The Real Monica Adams. Everything about the brand is all is The Real Monica Adams. So okay. on YouTube, it would be youtube.com slash The Real Monica Adams. Mm-hmm. And then on Facebook, it's the same thing. It's You just look for Monica Adams Journalist. Because my, my personal page is on there, but I don't go live from my personal page. So mm-hmm. if you're on Facebook, you just go Monica Adams and look, look for it to say Monica Adams Journalist. And that's where we... On, on every day, it's YouTube and Facebook, and it streams live at 7 a.m. Now, as I recall, you said something about a show tomorrow that uh, yes. is about artificial intelligence. Well, we are, and so it was ironic that you were going to you know, talk to me about that, and I said, well, that's actually what I had a viewer probably a month ago said, Monica, I really would love for you to talk about artificial intelligence, and I said, wait till we get into the studio. I want to have a guest on with me. I'll talk about my feelings on it, but Dr. Lehman, Dr. Richard Lehman with the U.S. Center for Sports Medicine in Kirkwood, he's coming on, and we're going to talk about how it's affecting the medical field. Oh, good, and it certainly yep. is, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's just, well, it's not just getting started, but uh, I think it's got a long way to go. A lot of things are going to happen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, we, we just got done with church and the, the whole sermon. Pretty much he was talking about uh, artificial intelligence and the way technology is going. And, you know, again, I know there's obviously pluses to technology, but it's also, I mean, when you asked me to come on and talk, and I said, I will just from my own experience and from what I'm hearing around me, and a lot of it is the people are scared. It's the unknown. You get scared by the unknown. Of but course. it is what's what's taking over. I mean, I just remember, let's let's go back to just grocery stores when the self-checkout lane started. All I thought of right away was that it was taking people's jobs. And I just, I look at it back. Like, there's this phenomenal technology, and we always have to be on the cutting edge of everything. But I just find that we're going to go so far that it just eliminates so many aspects of tradition. You know, and then that's one of the things that the preacher brought up, and he said, what's it going to do to the gospel? What's it going to do to ordinary churches? 
everybody can just get on their phone. And I know a lot of people do watch their, their sermons and their services from home right now, but is it going to turn into that? Are you going to lose the community tie? I wonder. I'm just looking at an article I clipped from, I guess it was a Wall Street Journal, AI church service is mm-hmm. going on. And not the, where, I don't know where this is. No, this was one from uh, Germany, and it's getting mixed reviews. So I'm sure people are going to be uh, <clears throat> doing that. But do you think that maybe, conversely, uh, people might turn more to religion because of what's going on with artificial intelligence? It could, and I think you find, I mean, you're raised one way and maybe gives you an opportunity on, without having to travel and go into churches all over. Maybe it gives you an opportunity to try different ones. Maybe you do connect with something. I mean, yes, there's always going to be the, you know, the devil's advocate side, the plus side, the minus side. You know, what's what's the best for you? You'll find it on your own. But I just, I was telling my husband, I thought it was ironic that I went into this place to grab something healthy to eat really quick, and it had a little kiosk. And it was it, it was rewarding you for ordering through the kiosk. Oh. And I thought, well, you're being rewarded from the technology aspect. So if you have the rewards program, you actually get bonus rewards if you order through the kiosk instead of ordering through the person. And my husband said, I will forever want to order from a person. And I said, right, same thing. We go out to dinner, and they bring this, and they set it down at your table. And my husband's like, what's this? He said it to the waitress. And she's like, oh, that's how you pay. And he's like, oh. I can't pay you. And she goes, no, you got to pay that way. And so it's just all of that. That from a from a traditionalist, which my husband is, sure. that he he doesn't like it. And I said, well, he, he's behind in the technology realm right now. Anyway, he because he refuses. He just wants things to to stay stationary. And I said, it's not going to happen. Life is moving so fast, as as you know. You know, people call it the it society, Johnny. So it's the immediate it. Oh, right? Yeah, we want yeah. we want everything immediate. That's true. And that's my only fear. Well, it's a big fear, and it's a valid fear, I think. Well, there's no way we're going to do much of anything about it as it's growing more like, I mean, it's phenomenally all the time. I I wanted to ask you about your uh, programs. Do people have to Mm -hmm. pay a fee to see these programs on uh, Facebook, YouTube? No, No, not at all. No, that's, we are talking in the future about would we want to have um, a a subscription base, like if there's the show after the show, the continuation, you know, when the mics go off. But then it becomes, oh, let's flip them back on for the VIP. So my videographers and my team, they're thinking about some extra content that we would maybe provide, which is possible. But right now, no, it is just like, you know, flipping on the TV or flipping on the radio. It's free. It's all about positivity, the balance of life that we all need, the the mental side, the physical side, the, the emotional, soulful, spiritual side. All the things that I've done in my wellness career with regards to fitness and life coaching, which I've done for years, I took it all and thought, let's do this for the general public. Mm-hmm. So it's you know available to them. And then if they want to go deeper besides that show, then I life coach on Thursday nights. And it's a class I've opened up to the public and they can drop in for a one time or they could they could do it for the month. Um, and then my personal training, same thing. My personal training can be where someone just, you know, pays per session or they devote themselves to a, to a monthly thing. But the shows themselves are free on, on, on Facebook and YouTube and, like I said, on, on wherever they get their podcasts. Oh, well, you ought to buy your own radio station, Monica. Thank you. <laughs> 24 well, I, hours a you day. You know what? Exactly. You know, the funny thing is it's almost a year next month or in just a couple of we- a couple of weeks from when I was in Cabo San Lucas. And I, I think I told you the story that my dad, who has been gone since I was 24, came to me really, really powerfully and said, darling, I need you to be ready like you've never been ready in your life. And boy, has he not been 100 percent correct that everything that's played itself out 
has just been absolutely remarkable because I think I finally had clarity of everything I was ever told in the last 10 years. Monica, don't you realize you're, you're your own brand? You're your own brand, Monica. You're your own brand. And I would hear it, and I really mm-hmm. wasn't grasping it until it was time to grasp it. And I've always lived my life that things happen exactly in the time frame that they're supposed to if you just embrace it. And, and I embraced it and held on, and I'm, I'm very excited. There's some people that have come in my life in the last week that are wanting to take it even bigger. Right. We have a big thing on, on Friday that, yeah, yeah, it could be like seminars that are oh, all sure. over the, the world. And I would love that. I, I really, truly believe that when I had my massive blood clot when I was 19, that I, I, you know, I'm very faith-based, that I believe that God kept me here for a greater purpose. And I just want to be able to give him what he wants me to do while I'm here. Yeah, that's what great philosophy. What about, uh, what about a future for radio, radio, television, newspapers, magazines? Do you think they're going to survive? I, you know, I always would hope so, because as you and I always feel, it's, it's the tradition of it all. I've always said, and I still do, by the way, I have friends that go, you used to listen to radio, and I said, I absolutely do. I will always support because it's my roots. It's where, sure. I, where I came from. I get in the car. I listen to WIL. I listen to The Bull. Today we were listening to Casey Kasem's Countdown on KLOU. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't hook up my smartphone and listen to a playlist. I will take my phone out by the pool, and I'll listen to SiriusXM. So I do support the future of where we're going. But I don't ever want to forget the roots. I would hope that there's always a place for it. Yeah, I uh, so. Television. I don't know. I mean, television just, and that's one of the things I saw nearing the end before I left Channel 5, the numbers were just tanking as far as ratings are concerned. And, you know, and everywhere I went, people are telling me, oh, gosh, yeah, nobody, nobody watches the news anymore. And I said, well, what the heck am I getting up at 1.30 in the morning for? <laughs> like, no one's watching. And you would look at the numbers, and sure enough, it's, it was showing that, that. And then I started researching and realizing that podcasting and YouTube shows are a multi-billion dollar industry and it's that's what people are watching and listening to and they're bypassing the tradition that we've always known no that's true and it seems to be happening more and more and maybe even no am radio in cars possibly maybe that'll right some people have wanted that to the end right away well right are you concerned that ai can really outsmart human intelligence and maybe do away with humans altogether you know i i don't know what it's to come. But one of the things I told you that I think is the greatest thing that we all have to be more present, be more aware of, is that, it, yes, it can be beneficial, but it also can be extremely dangerous. Just when we think about things that are hacking and we think of uh, people being taken advantage of and their identity being lost, one of the things I told you, and I think it's one of the biggest takeaways from anybody that's listening to us right now, is if you do not have a safe word with your family. Today, I hope, is the day that you choose to say, hey, Johnny and Monica, we're talking about this. We have to pick a safe word because I told you the story about a grandma that was called and she heard the voice of what she thought was her granddaughter because they had, you know, that the intelligence that's out there right now is able to take what even you and I talking right now, they're able to take this and then spin it together and make it sound like this granddaughter calling her grandma, crying, upset, and needing her grandma to give this technology, um, wherever they're saying it needs to go to, this money. And she was she was scared and ready to do it because obviously she would do anything for her grandchild and then had something in her gut say, this doesn't seem right. And she called her granddaughter's phone. The granddaughter was sitting in her room, and she's like, what are you talking about, Grandma? I'm in my room. Oh. And so she realized that she was able to bypass it. But I'll tell you firsthand, when 
when you called me to ask me to be on the show, I had just emceed an event with a woman that I just dearly love, and I could tell that something was wrong with her. We come to find out that she was just taken for $800,000. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So it's these, uh, yeah, oh. so this is a real thing, and there's an FBI investigation going on. So, yes, it's, I mean, this mm. is the part that scares me, Johnny, is that it's, it's, they're so good at what they're doing, and then it's the technology that they're able to use to to get people to give away their money. And, and you know, it, it seems so real. That's the scary part. So I think right now they're telling people, if you have a safe word, there's no way that they would know that. And that's how you get around sure. it. So I think, you know, I just got a chill when I said that. I think that's the biggest takeaway right now, and who knows where we're going, but that's something that people need to be thinking about, that that's how you, you, that's how you have your safety. Monica, thank you very much for talking with us today. I appreciate it. Let's do it again. Keep in touch. I, I would love it. I love you, my dear friend. Thank you. You too. Enjoy your brunch. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, nice, Monica, to talk about all the stuff that she's doing. And I would love to go. I've got to go see her studio with real palm trees inside the 17th floor of the University Club Tower. AI. Well, there have been many AI evildoers, as Monica was just referring to. And they've been in fiction initially, the Cylons on Battlestar Galactica, which they, the Cylons started on that when the show began in 1978. The Matrix, Agent Smith, on uh, which he or it first appeared, was in 1999. And I think maybe the scariest of them all was HAL 9000 in 2001, A Space Odyssey. That movie played here at the Martin Cinerama Theater in Lindell in early 1968. That theater became the Translux Cinerama that year. And if you've never seen that movie, well, 2001 A Space Odyssey, to me, A Space Odyssey is a must-see, and I don't think you're going to be very happy with Hal. We'll be back. We've got more in the next hour. We're going to be talking to Suzanne Corbett about food and food history and restaurants of the past. And we'll also talk to Peter Mayer, a former White House correspondent for CBS and NBC and the Mutual Broadcasting System. All of that at your service. This is Johnny Rabbit, and this is KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.